I realize that it's January. I realize it's winter. I realize it's 11 degrees per day above average so far this month. It'll probably get cold later on. And there are people who need some help with their fuel assistance. And Operation Fuel is all about that. They have an ice house coming up on January 24th in Hartford. So we'll talk about Operation Fuel and the ice house with our guest this morning, the executive director of Operation Fuel, Brenda Watson, and also the director of marketing and development, Dana Barcelos-Allen. Ladies, good morning. Thanks for coming in today. And Brenda, let me start with you. Operation Fuel, good what morning. is it? Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's actually glad to, I'm glad to be back. Um, so Operation Fuel is a statewide organization. We provide um, assistance with folks who are struggling with their home heating or home energy needs. Um, so that's um, all deliverable fuels that includes oil, kerosene, propane, um, wood, and even pellets, and uh, electric and gas utilities. So we are statewide. Uh, we have 108 intake sites throughout the state, um, one right here in town. Um, we work with um, WAME. I don't know if you're familiar with Wayne. Wyndham Mary Interfaith Ministry. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, we've been working with them for a number of years, and um, it's so glad to be back in back here in town. Dana, do you have a number of the households that are impacted or helped out by Operation Fuel? So, yeah, uh, so statewide, um, we discovered that there are about 400,000 households who struggle with the cost of basic needs in general, and that includes the cost of energy. And unfortunately, the cost of energy continues to rise, but um, the individual pocketbooks of folks who are working day-to-day to make ends meet, their incomes are not increasing to keep up with the uh, cost of um, living in, in Connecticut. So the demand for our program and services continues to increase year after year. And we'll talk more about Operation Fuel, how it works, and how people can get registered for it. But there's also an event coming up on Friday, January 24th, called Operation Fuel's Ice House. What is that? Well, it's Connecticut's coolest attraction. Lane, um, coolest, for sure. I get it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It's, if I hear it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> ice cold. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty spectacular. We are fortunate enough to have um, many sponsors um, who make the ice house happen. This is our second year to do it. We are building a um, house made of forty thousand pounds of ice down on the old state house grounds in Hartford. Um, we have a world-renowned ice sculptor from Cheshire, Connecticut, who builds this for us. His name is Bill Kovitz from Ice Matters. Um, and they're coming in um, and, and putting together this really spectacular house. Um, so people have the opportunity to sort of in a fun way for a serious cause experience what it's like to be in a home um, with no heat. So this event is the 24th and the 25th at the Old State House in Hartford. When you walk in at Brenda, what's the experience like? Do you have to like bring really cold, you know, clothing or warm jackets, things like that? Well, I don't know if you've ever stood near a bonfire when you feel that heat coming off of the bonfire, the ice house has that same effect. You're standing near it and you can feel the chill coming from those, you know, heavy pounds of ice. And um as Dana noted, it's really a fun creative way to bring attention to such a critical and serious need for many thousands of households in our state. So um, we hadn't had a, a, a fundraiser in a number of years. Back in the day, we used to do a 5K race. Um, so this was a great way to 
expose Operation Fuel to folks who may not be aware of the programs that we offer and, um, again, just provide uh, a fun way to bring attention to a very serious matter. You said a fundraiser. How does this become a fundraiser? Um, so in addition to our sponsors who um, help provide uh, support for the building of Ice House, um, we're expecting folks from the public to come on down and um, make a donation. Uh, there are going to be some fun activities that will everything will be free but we're encouraging folks to make a small donation starting at five dollars or, or or you know even if you can give a dollar um, any any type of uh, support that you can prov provide to your friends and neighbors will be highly highly appreciated and Dana I'm going to connect the dots here this is a fundraiser the ice house what's it a fundraiser for Absolutely. Um, so, again, we um, are raising money to help families who are struggling with energy costs all across Connecticut. And the winter need is very, very great, but we also have a great need in summertime, too, for people who um, have medical conditions, who need some type of cooling in their home, uh, families who need to uh, keep medication or food cool at safe temperatures, uh, just a place to store their baby bottles. So Operation Fuel offers year-round assistance, and this is a way to let people come down um, again sort of have raise some awareness for what it's like in the wintertime, but raise money again so we can help our neighbors who are struggling with those ever-increasing energy costs. So the funding does go to support Operation Fuel. What other kind of support do you get? Is it all from donations? Is there any state input to this? So we uh, receive an allocation from um, surcharge on electric bills. It's called the Systems Benefit Charge. As of 2015, Operation Fuel was written into law to receive uh, $2.1 million out of that that charge. Um, that's our largest um, revenue source. And uh, the Add a Dollar program raises about um, $500,000 a year. And that's a uh, box that you can check off on your electric or uh, natural gas utility bill. And uh, we're, thanks to the work of Dana and her team at Operation Fuel, we're beginning to see a, a slight uptick in the out of dollar funds coming our way so um, it really is the easiest way for to give and it you know anyone can can check off that box um, and in addition to that we receive individual donations and support from foundations and, and other corporate partners I'm also intrigued by something I don't think a lot of people think about when it comes to Operation Fuel, and that's that it's not just a wintertime program. You actually help people out in the summertime, and mm -hmm. probably the people who don't utilize these services may not think about that. But to, to, just to develop that a little bit more, Brenda, about right. what goes on the other warmer months of the year. Right. Dana pointed out that um, folks need electricity to keep uh, food refrigerated and, and baby bottles refrigerated and med medication refrigerated. Um, um, but it really is all about um, folks who also may may suffer from re respiratory diseases. Who, um, in the, the as the temperatures begin to rise, the um, the chances of them having to make an a, a emergency room visit because of no electricity in the home um, increases. And um, what a lot of people don't think about is um, how sneaky heat related deaths can be because it's it's not as if um, if you're not paying attention to your body, uh, you can actually get seriously injured by, by heat exhaustion or heat stress. So the danger is just as prevalent in the summer as it is in winter. Um, 
where I haven't heard of anyone freezing to death uh, in the last few years in, in our state. Um, I'm not saying that it's not impossible, but um, in the summertime, you, you hear more about folks who, you know, have, have suffered some sort of um, heat-related industry in the summer. So our program is critical all year round. We're open 10 months out of the year. And we have begin, begun to see our summer program be just uh, as busy and um, the numbers continue to increase in summer as they do in the winter. I was just about to ask, it would seem that you might get the most requests in the wintertime, but that may not be accurate. Um, it's about the same. It's about the same. Mm. It's, it's just that uh, we're open from July through the end of October. Um, we haven't um, opened in June so if we, I mean, I, I would imagine that if we opened our program a month earlier, we would see the numbers of folks who, who need the assistance. So you had this ice house last year, having year number two, January 24th and 25th. Can you paint me a little theater of the mind image of what happens when you walk in the door? What do you see when you walk into the ice house? Um, well, first of all, Wayne, it's it's really, really spectacular. Um, we went from 30,000 pounds of ice carved last year to 40,000 this year. We expanded the event to two days to allow the Saturday so families can come down and experience it because once you build such a spectacular structure, you really want people to be able to take advantage of it. So it sparkles in the sunshine. It's just this, you know, really, really bright and shiny um, thing. You come in, you you see Operation Fuels logos carved in the ice, you see our sponsors' names carved in the ice, and you get to go in to the front room where um, there's two chairs carved out of ice, big chairs. You sit in your chairs, get your, take your selfie, um, there's, a, there's uh, picture frames on the wall, and there's flowers and flower pots. And oh, I was just going to say that uh, there was a fire extinguisher carved out of ice for safety. Yep. You know, just in case there's... <laughs> in case the ice house catches on fire. That's right. Huh? That's right. Wouldn't yeah. that be a self-fulfilling prophecy? It would melt the ice and put the fire out. Right, there you uh, go. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, and um, this year we're, we've added a garage. We have the Green Bank Garage this year, made completely out of ice, and um, we're working on getting a vehicle in there. And um, when you see this structure and the sun is hitting it at the right spot, it just it really just glows it's um it's it's like a diamond right in the center of downtown and um again it's a fun way to bring um awareness to such a serious issue for many thousands of households but um what makes the event that much more exciting is having such a great team dedicated to helping put it together dana and her um her staff at the organization, as well as Bill Kovitz, who's going to be building it for us um, from Ice, Ice Matters out of Cheshire, who I consider Cheshire to be Connecticut's backyard. Um, it's really great to have local folks um, involved in the construction of this, this beautiful structure. Why doesn't the ice melt? <laughs> <laughs> if it's cold enough, it, it could stay for, for you know a few weeks. Um, and we're looking at temperatures next week that are going to be in the high 20s, um, low 30s. So um, that's actually ideal conditions for this structure. Um, anything above 40, you, you may not want to stay inside of it and just kind of like a, observe it from afar. So it's probably a good thing you didn't do it last week or last weekend. Your timing is yeah. right on this. We don't need a January thaw for the ice house. Uh, knock wood, we <laughs> won't have one. <laughs> 
And, and uh, the Bill Kovitz, you mentioned the award-winning ice sculptor, the guy that puts all this together. But there's other things going on there as well, you got games and giveaways and things like that. Yeah, we, um, we're really excited this year because one of the things that we're adding is an opportunity for um, folks to tour the ice house. And as they come out, um, they'll be in our thermal body heat imaging um, area where we've got a thermal camera that records uh, the contrast between cold temperatures and warm temperatures. So you'll be able to get a selfie um, with this thermal camera um, that has you in front of the ice house. So you'll have all the greens and the blues from the ice and then all the warm um, images of your body with red and yellows and oranges, um, which is kind of a unique, different sort of um, take on it. And then we're going to have mascots. We're going to have giveaways. Um, we're excited because we've got some tickets to... Um, Master Chef Junior down in Wallingford, which will be great fun for families to come out. We'll have some tickets from CT Comedy Club. And again, we just are very appreciative to the sponsors who make this happen. It's presented by Eversource Energy. Um, we also have uh, sponsorships from Starion Energy, United Illuminating, as Brenda mentioned, CT Green Bank, um, AARP, the Connecticut Power and Energy Society. So lots and lots of wonderful sponsors who are making this happen. Um, and we hope people will come down and see it because it really is a very unique um, opportunity. And it's a piece of art. I'm trying to picture for people that come from from this area to the old state house where you would park, and I'm thinking the answer might be the Constitution Plaza garage. Yeah, and you can also there's also the old state house um, garage that's right there adjacent to it. We're gonna have food trucks on hand so you can grab some food, um, and there's many other things to do in downtown Hartford that are right there. You've got mm -hmm. the Connecticut Science Center, you've got the Wadsworth uh, Museum, um, you've lots and lots of things that people can do. So make a day of it. Obviously, this is done to draw attention to Operation Fuel. It's a fundraiser, the $5 requested donation to get into the Ice House. When people are there at the Ice House, is there also information about Operation Fuel and the need for a program like Operation Fuel? Do you turn this into an educational event as well? Yeah, so there will be information about Operation Fuel available as well as Eversource and the uh, arrearage forgiveness programs that they offer to folks who are struggling with the cost of their um, home energy bills. So, um, And I believe ARP will also be out and available to um, share information about their programming. I just learned that you don't have to be 50 years old to join AARP, that you can join pretty much at any time. And um, I'm kind of approaching that, that <laughs> mark anyway. But um, so, yeah, they're gonna be, there's going to be plenty of information to share about um, not only uh, the sponsors, but as well as how to access Operation Fuel programs. Got an interesting email from Lorraine who says, Did you know by contacting the participating electric suppliers, Eversource in my case, you can increase the automatic donation for Operation Fuel by whatever amount you like, as I have done. Just sending additional money will simply have it applied to your obligation. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, yeah. thank you, Lorraine, for um, pointing that out. It's um, it, it really is, out of dollars, the easiest way to give. And, and no matter who your utility provider is um, and, and water provider, we uh, probably have a, a relationship with them where... Uh, customers can add on a dollar. So whether it's Eversource or UI, the MDC Water District, um, lots and lots of our 
energy providers um, have this, and it's very simple. You can either go on to operationfuel.org, click the Add a Dollar button at the top of, of our website, and it'll take you over and let you choose from your particular utility provider. It'll take you directly to that site, and you can work it out to um, have $1 or more um, taken from your account. So uh, we personally have $2 uh, coming out of mine right now, and we want to increase that a little bit more as we move along um, because it's, um, you know, that's that's something that is not a very painful way to make a big difference. Um, for my energy bill to go up $1, $2 a month is not, not too painful for me, but it's something that when added together, the combined forces of residents around our state who are putting all their power together for good like this um, really, really makes a difference. Operation Fuels in its 43rd year of the Winter Energy Assistance Program, is there a story about how it began? Was it just a recognition of a need in the state and people said, we've got to do something about this? That's exactly what happened. Um, Ella Grasso, our first female governor, um, recognized that there was a need for working families who didn't qualify for the state's energy assistance program, who were just slightly over that mark who still needed the assistance. So she formed Operation Fuel. She gathered um, leaders in the uh, corporate community, the business community, the religious community, and um, and the government, and formed Operation Fuel. And in 1980, so that was in 90, 1977. Fast forward to 1984 is when um, the Add a program was established, a, a collaboration between, again, Operation Fuel and the utility companies to form this, this um, dedicated fund to help support Operation Fuel's efforts. Um, so uh, that program has been in effect for a number of years. We've raised millions and millions of dollars of it. 100% goes right back to Operation Fuel. So I don't want people to think that when they check off that box, the dollar goes to the utility company. It does not. It goes right back to Operation Fuel. And then Operation Fuel then uses 100% of that funding to go right back into the homes of people who need it the most. Now, there likely are people, including people in this area, who have used it before. They know the drill. They know how to sign up. Mm -hmm. What about people who have never done it before? Maybe their situation financially changed and they're in trouble this year. They're going to need some assistance for their energy costs. How do people first get involved with Operation Fuel? The first thing that you should do is go to the operationfuel.org website. We have a fuel bank finder on that website where you click in, uh, enter in the name of your town, and it will uh, generate the intake sites that are closest to that town. Um, and then you would call those places to schedule an appointment, and that's how you get the assistance. The other way to uh, get help or make get a referral is to call 211. Um, or you can call Operation Fuel directly, and we can direct you to the intake site that's closest to you. And the phone number is 860-243-2345. And, um, again, that uh, website is operationfuel.org. Um, and that those are the three ways in which you can call to get assistance. What is your screening process? How do you know that people that are asking for assistance really need it? So going back to the philosophy of El Grasso, uh, we want to serve people who fall through the cracks. And um, so what we did a number of years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, was we raised the income guideline of our programs to 75% of the state median income. So what that means is a household of four, uh, their gross annual income cannot exceed $86,000 a year. Where that sounds like a lot of money on paper, um, when you factor in, uh, the cost of taxes, the cost of housing, the cost of transportation and food, there's not much left at the end of the month. And um, 
then that electric bill comes in or that you need to refill your your oil tank and uh, you're struggling with the choice do I buy food or do I refill my tank or do I pay this this electric bill so um, the uh, the need is definitely ever-growing so um, in terms of um, guidelines uh, we do require that folks provide their income um, proof of income uh, for the last four weeks and, and during the date of a, um, a application or applying so um, we do have a screening process at our intake sites as well as 211 will um, screen folks over the phone to determine their their um, eligibility and can people also contact WAME the Windermere Interfaith Ministry directly as an intake site they absolutely can yes that would be the the easiest way for folks who are living in a general area um, to reach out to WAME that's Brenda Watson, Executive Director of Operation Fuel, along with Dana Barcelos-Allen, Director of Marketing and Development, talk about Operation Fuel and its 43rd year of the Winter Energy Assistance Program. And also the Ice House coming to the old State House in Hartford, Friday, January 24th, Saturday, January 25th. It is 10 to 5 on Friday and 10 to 4 on Sunday. Second year they've done it. It's lots of fun and information as well. Uh, about Operation Fuel going on at the Ice House. Ladies, good to see you. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you Thank so you. much. and thanks to your listeners. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.